The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. Everybody. Yay! We're back for, I don't know what month it is. March. <laughs> um, coming off the energetic uh, live event that we had uh, for International Women's Day, which was incredibly exciting. Um, thanks for coming, people that came. Yeah, and thanks to everyone who watched on Facebook and commented. Sorry if it was a bit quiet. We did get that feedback, but... It was alright if you plugged it in your ears. Mm. Plug it in your ears. Yeah. We've never been accused of being quiet before. No, no. <laughs> Because we don't normally get the live feedback, yeah. so it's kind of like, oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, of course, On The Rag, brought to you by Bon Tampons, the, the legendary <laughs> sanitary. It already starts to sound bad, eh? Sanitary does. It does, doesn't it? I don't like the way that sounds, um, but the... Personal hygiene. Uh, hygiene. Just stick it in ya, is my favourite <laughs> way of... Dealing with that. Yeah. Um, you probably have your own terminology bon that you prefer that we use. Um, it's all that lifestyle. It's all about 100% organic, 100% New Zealand made, mm, cotton tampons that aren't covered in poison. Yes. Right? Sent straight to your house. Delivered to your door. Like in the cutest box. I saw them at the supermarket. I, d- I thought they were only online, but I saw them at the supermarket. Hooray. Yeah, I was excited. They're everywhere now, and they make great pencil cases, as someone they pointed do. out on our Facebook page, which is on the rag pod. If you are not already a fan, we like to share some things and have some chats, and also hashtag OTR pod. Um, hi, Michelle and hi. Leonie. Hi. I just realised. I'm quite tired. I've done, I was t- t- telling Michelle I've been doing my bachelor rankings. All evening. Oh my god! To the wee small Today's hours. Just made me laugh. And oh, thank laugh you, Leone. And laugh. You know, it's so funny. <laughs> it, uh, it, uh, it's worth a very dry feeling I feel right now <laughs> to hear you <laughs> say that. It was all worth it. My workmate and I read it at the same time and synchronized lols. Basically, <laughs> we both just started cracking up at exactly the oh, same that's time. Great. Whilst reading separate things. It was great. Oh, that's a really nice communal experience. Yeah, it was, actually. We should do that more often. We should sit next to each other reading the same things. <laughs> just chuckling. <laughs> Where are you at, too? I've saved it for a treat when I get home from here. So that I'm looking forward to it. reading you. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a communal reading yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so Bachelor's back. I don't know if we want to talk about that very much. I am excited about this new season. I'm excited about the dude. 
I think he is very, um, I don't want to say anything mean. I Has think he gotten more interesting? I, didn't, I haven't watched it. At all? No. I haven't just, either. It's just he's circumstantial. Just, it's not because yeah. I have anything against the batch. I just, it's been a weird couple of weeks and it's I haven't got around to it. Did, did you have a, have a cartoon? I'm stuttering and eating this. Great. This is great. Um, right, right, uh, In your ears. Um, Clutch Cargo, the cartoon, does that mean anything to you? No. Okay, so it was really no. simple animation where nothing moved except the jaw section of the face on the oh, yeah. on the character. And, and bah, 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 bah. <laughs> um, that's great radio too. And he sort of reminds me of that, like a really big jaw that just bounces up he and down. He has an enormous head. He's yeah. just like a huge person. <laughs> I think his skull would be like an amazing feature in a house. Yeah. You know? Not that's a bit dark, isn't it? Like, it's oh, quite dark. Like an, art, an artwork. <laughs> you, could, you could keep things in it, like yeah. a gourd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's my good skull, Zach Franich. Um, and, no. n- and none of that is negative. I just none of it's negative. He's. I think it is. It's a good head for television. You know, he's mm. big. <laughs> you can see it all. He's got good teeth, and I think he's very genuinely open to the opportunity. I think he's bought into the the concept of the show, which is essential to do. If you're like, you know, like Jordan Major kind of showed up with a bit of a eyebrow cock and was yeah. kind of like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm here, but I'm just a first AD. Help me now, help yeah. you set up the lights, mates. And wasn't really into it. Whereas Zach is genuinely like, this is amazing. Everyone's so beautiful. Oh, I love it here. Oh, Have I you seen it. this beach and this caravan? Like, it's just endless kind of. <laughs> he might not have seen anything before. <laughs> That's the vibe I get. Like, he might be. <laughs> Some kind of mole man. <laughs> That's kind of nice because it's the stereotypical woman on television is the the mm. vague, fey, naive person. So I quite like it that he's not a hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he's not, he's, he has no clue what's going on and it's, it's great television. But um, yeah, I was thinking a bit about this thing that people say about The Bachelor, which I've probably talked a bit about before, but how it's a guilty pleasure. And people go, oh. Or I might just watch it. Or like, I might have a, <laughs> and I might have a chalky bicky. I might have a chalky bicky when I do it. So I might undo the top button on my pants. <laughs> and it's just like, do you ever hear men talk about having guilty pleasures like that? Or do they do they have them? Uh, my mm. husband and his friends have guilty pleasures in music that they will confess to each other. I did hear a lot of um, in my kind of circles men who went to Adele. Oh, talking yeah. about it like a guilty pleasure and something to be like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm not going to buy a T-shirt. Like, <laughs> like kind of this weird <laughs> measuring yeah. of like... My brother-in-law did a really good job of pretending he was dragged there by my sister. He didn't fool me for a second. <laughs> and she confirmed to me that he mouthed the words to most of the songs. Oh, so. rumbled. But it's like, who are you? Who's that for? Oh, yeah. That I'm being dragged here against my will. It's okay to like music that's made by anyone, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, men really do resist uh, the the singer songwriter. Yeah, female variety. You know, yeah, you know. I mean, it's not like a bunch of like pre adolescent girls in knee high socks, like yeah, jumping around to pop music. Like she's a serious singer songwriter. Yeah, like that's fine. You're allowed to like music (laughs) written by serious singer songwriters. (laughs) Yeah. Even if you have a penis. Even if it's not Bob Dylan. Yeah. Singer songwriters are okay, guys. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm just here for the James Bond song. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I like. <laughs> um, 
Should we talk about Adele for a bit? Because you went on on I did. Sunday night. Michelle, did you make no, it? No, I didn't. I didn't. I did not. I'd spent lots of money on tickets, including a VIP ticket for my daughter to go to Justin Bieber the week before. Oh, yeah. And so when they went on sale, I wasn't fast enough and they'd all gone. Yeah. So I feel very sad, but I'm really happy that I've seen many sparkly eyes amongst the people that yeah. went. <laughs> I was very lucky in that I was actually gifted a ticket. <gasps> by the very, very kind people at ATED. Um, but we also did not realise just how great the tickets that we were given mm. were and kind of convinced that people were like had got the wrong, like they were, we were tricking people because ushers, people just kept ushering us closer and closer to the stage. It's like, no, there's been a terrible mistake. Yeah. This was free, so I meant to be standing <laughs> in the back behind a bunch of people. Yeah. And then eventually ended up against the barrier <gasps> underneath her. It's oh, amazing. Wow. It was so yeah. cool. It was the best ticket I've ever had for wow. a big show. That's so great. Yeah. I did was she, starry um, eyed from Did she wave at you or look at you or No, you... but we were on the second tier underneath her was where the band stood. We mm-hmm. were stood right in front of the piano player. And so of course we became very enamoured with him before the end of the show. And I screamed and waved my hands at him near the end, and I got a smile on the point. Ah, it was me that. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty well, sure. Yeah, it was you, you it was were someone behind you. You were his favourite fan in the whole stadium. Basically, I love basically. it. I had to be all like, "Look, I'm taken," but, uh, but I really sure. flattered. Yeah, but you know, you know, in a parallel <laughs> universe, dude. Sorry, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went to Bieber as well. And it was quite interesting comparing because they were both very uh, mostly women in the crowd, um, both of them. Bieber very young, obviously, like five. To, like I don't know how you're awake, kind of young. He's been around for like a really long time now. So yeah. these are like new babes. These fans. are new babes. These are like sorry, were born when sorry came out, kind of. They're ready to go. Yeah. Um, and there was a bit of like hysterical crying and kind of fangirling around, which I think is, you know, cool. I did that. I still do that every day. Um, <laughs> but it was just interesting, like the different kind of energy. Like Adele just felt like I thought I was going to explode. Yeah. And I didn't, I could, I don't know how to articulate what that feeling was, but it was just like, I don't know, it was a combo of like the emotions and who she is, but there was like some kind of power that was around. I don't know what it was. I think it was just everyone around me singing and filming themselves and just having a really good time. There wasn't there at Bieber. Yeah. And, yeah, I just I just thought she was incredible. Lots of that is about how fabulous she is and how much she engages with yeah. the audience. But I've often been curious about whether people in other countries feel that way about going to see their musical heroes. Because whenever I, you know, every gig I've walked into where I've seen somebody that I've adored for decades, I cry. Mm. Mm. But it's... Uh, and of course I do because it's the first time I've seen them because they don't come to New Zealand because we're really far away. <laughs> and I always wonder if people get uh, people in America get that same rush of thrill when yeah. they see someone that they could see pretty much mm. any month. Yeah. I mean, I guess yes and no, but like I think a lot of smaller towns in America mm. are probably exactly the same as yeah. us. Like. Mm. Big X aren't going to tour with you. They're not going to have venues that are big enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When we saw Gladys Knight, I asked at the box office, because I just walked into the 
um, hotel we were staying at in Vegas, and I just walked in there and and it said Gladys Knight and the Pips playing tonight at eight yeah. o'clock, and I went oh, up to the amazing. box office and I said. <clears throat> Can I have a ticket? And they went, yeah, there's only a couple left in the front row at a table. I went, yeah, I'll have those. <laughs> and then twice at least as, as I was leaving, I said to them, um, uh, this is the actual Gladys Knight, right? It's not a tribute band or something. And they just thought I was insane. But I couldn't believe that I could just walk into a place and get a ticket to see Gladys Knight. Was it some kind of, uh, what's that word, like a residency? Or was like, she yeah, just was the end. She'd night? been there for right. a month and it was the last night. Yeah. Yeah. It's really so cool. It was really cool. Yeah. It was fantastic. Oh, God, yeah. It was brilliant. But yeah, I just, they couldn't understand my, the real yeah. one, like the actual <laughs> yeah, one. <laughs> Not an impersonator. Can you do that? Do they still do stuff? Do they, uh, for people and yeah. like me, can I go? That's great. Front row. Yeah, not like the Lord impersonator at No Lights No Lycra last night, which I love. It's a great Kiwi, a Kiwi classic, an instant classic. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I love that people thought that Lord was performing at their Christian vegan rave or whatever in No Lights No Lycra is, but that the Herald reported it Mm. unverified, just Mm -hmm. based on some tweets. Well, it's because Nadia Reid tweeted it, which seems like I don't know. You think she would know? Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. Well, it's all the same in the dark, is what they say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the woman that actually performed that wasn't Lord must have been very convincing. Mm. Well, she's been on New Zealand's Got Talent. Um, really? And she's got, like, she's amazing. I watched her YouTube channel this morning Man, for a long time. really cool. Yeah. Oh, it's a good stunt. Anyway, not talking about Lord. Should we talk about some cool tips before we get into some more newsy stuff? Oh, God, yeah. Leonie's been teasing a, a yeah. hella good tip. I have a really good tip. It's more a, a, like a product announcement, but I'm excited <laughs> about it. So okay. I cannot eat dairy, or at least I can, but if I do, I become a wheezy mess for a few hours. So mm. there are things that I really like that I can't have or can't have much of, like ice cream. But one of those is Bailey's, because I freaking love Bailey's, like a 12-year-old girl. Um, and Bailey's have just announced an almond milk Bailey's. Oh. It's completely dairy free, and I am about to go and buy a bottle and yeah. neck it with my best friend. We should stop recording it. now. I know, and go right? Get one and come back. And I promise Bailey's didn't pay me to do this. I just, you know, <laughs> but if you they do want to send us some, you get very excited. <laughs> I mean, any, also like anyone out there that makes like soy ice cream, if you want to like get more inventive with those. Please do, and mm. I'll announce it here. Mm. I like an ice cream with chunks of stuff in it, and yeah. there just isn't a dairy-free one out there. Do they not? I don't. Do they not put chunks Whatever. of fruit and toffee and or like dark chocolate, which doesn't have to have dairy in it? Yeah, like, true. Just a chocolate chip, dairy-free ice cream. Would That's be all you're amazing. asking for. Just a chocolate. But chip. how do you get the chocolate? Dark chocolate. Dark, dark chocolate. chocolate. No, no milk. No, 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 no milks. But yeah, Bailey's almond. Or Armande or something. It's incredible. It's it's I'm great. so excited about that. The market's becoming very accommodating of dietary. all dietary things. Yeah. Though. Do you have it over ice? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Well, keep us updated on that. Have you had it yet? I haven't. No. I just. Might be, might be shit. <laughs> we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to have a report. Yeah. I can't, though. It just sounds no, so I delicious. can't. Are you Almond allergic to it? almonds? Luckily not. <laughs> Good. My life would be over if I was. I have to spare a thought for our producer Mad, who is oh, allergic yeah. to both. Oh. If anyone has any alternatives. Oh. Um, Are you allergic to almonds? Oh, oh. that's really, that's, <laughs> that's quite hard. Give her a munchkin. Can you eat a munchkin? 
Yeah. Um, Passing the month. Do you have a cool tip for the month, Michelle? I well, I I'm going to try to. I've started doing this because I have to say no to lots of stuff because I've got a project that I haven't been giving enough attention to, and I'm having anxiety attacks about it. So, I'm turning other offers of work down and Mm -hmm. quite often when you go no I can't do that because I've got something else and they'll go are you sure what if we change the date what if we no I just can't do more stuff so I've got a kind of standard reply that I've been using for a couple of days um, which is uh, saying no I've got this other thing and please don't take it personally I'm saying no to everyone exclamation Mm. mark and it seems to work because nobody's talked to me since then. No one's. I don't know if they're taking that that's badly. Good though. I like that's that. Good. Yeah. I'm, um, that's a tip that I will definitely great use because yeah, I, the same thing happens to me. It's like oh cool, we'll just choose another date. Yeah, no, like, that what works for you? It doesn't lessen the amount of work that you have to do in the leader. <laughs> no, it's not the date. The date itself isn't the only thing they're asking you to do work. One person on. who wanted me to do a show, I said no, I can't do that. I'm flying back in from the states that day and she said oh what time does your flight land it's like no no i'm not getting off a 13 hour flight and coming to go ha ha jibber jabber that's just <laughs> i'm saying no to everyone don't take it personally i'm saying no to everyone yeah. i like it yeah because it, it means that their thing it wasn't shit it's just yeah, yeah. and they realize it's a no no yeah and it's a, it's, it's not you it's, it's not you it's me kind of situation. yeah exactly exactly <laughs> the classic line i love it um my cool tip is just a little, I've been getting into following like different kinds of bots on Twitter that are good, not in like a porn way or like a weird way. But there's this one that's called um, Tiny Care Bot. And it's, and it's name I is already like, love it. Here's your reminder, Tiny Care Bot. And it just periodically tweets out things like, and a little emoji of hands that says, remember to stretch or like, Remember to have some water. <laughs> Take a break. Go to the toilet. Just like every Cute. every like hour or so. And honestly, it's like done wonders for me when I'm sitting on Twitter, just in the cesspool that is Twitter, and you just see this cute little thing. It's like, remember to look out the window. And like, Aww. I just think it's really good if you're if you're um, a person on the internet. It's like a kitten walking into a meeting. Yeah, that's really <laughs> cute. It just kind of breaks up the the mayhem. And also, like sometimes when I'm working or in a particular zone I forget to go to the toilet sure like I will be like oh my god I haven't been to the toilet since I woke up and it is now five o'clock where is my bladder and where is my brain you know so maybe not that extreme but yeah so now you need a a toilet bot I need a toilet bot (laughs) yeah just kind of a motorized (laughs) chair to take me (laughs) take me every 15 minutes or so would be really good but um no that's my little recommendation doesn't cost anything just try it out if you don't like it you can just unfollow it it's very low stakes but um some people i followed were recommending it and it has been good for me so that's the cool tips of the month oh i have another cool tip actually actually no i want to hear from people about this because i've been too scared to do this but you know how lots of have we talked about makeup samples before on the podcast? No. I've recently been talking to some of my friends who have been, it's not necessarily gaming the system, I would say, but <laughs> going to different like Mecca and Mac and Lush and you can get a sample of any product you want oh, without yeah, having yeah. to buy it. Can you? Almost yeah. anything, especially those like kind of more high, high yeah. endish. Like the little, they give you a little tiny pot. They give you a little, yeah, and it's really cute. Or... Yeah. Some of them have got a substantial amount of product in them. Like MAC foundations, you can get, you know, a good lot of use out of it. And it's handy if you're going to invest in a new mm. foundation, which is one of the most stressful things on earth. But also, 
Do you want to save some cash for a couple of weeks? Yeah, mm-hmm. I basically stocked my entire gym toilet bag with samples from Kiehl's Whoa. the other day because I knew I could. Okay, now this is my question for you. How do you conduct a, a sample grab? <laughs> so that, on that occasion, I went in and said, I'm using this particular face wash, mm-hmm. which was true. But I'm interested in trying a couple of the other ones. And so if you say a couple of the other ones, then you get more than one sample. Because I don't really care what kind of face wash I end up using <laughs> because all of their face washes are great because it's Kiehl's. Yeah. Um, and I was wanting to try something else. Have you got any samples? And the lady gave Can me like four that? samples. Like, That's Thank great. You, Thank you very much. I've been known to just nip into a chemo shop every now and then and squirt myself with perfume and walk out again. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Nice. Not lots, just yeah. one. You just Slow do one way. at a time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great tip. I remember when I was a kid, I would do that, but I would put on a skirt of every single perfume yeah. in farmers yeah. and just think, <laughs> layer it up. This is how ladies do it, right? <laughs> this is what you do? <laughs> I smell like a lady now. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of what I used to do at Burger King when you go and get every <laughs> single kind of soft drink and you're like, rocket fuel. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bad um, combination it's just not of wasting everything. an opportunity is what exactly. that is. This is a hedge in your bets because yeah. you know there's going to be a little bit of something good in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you just won't know where it is. Ever. Ever again. Um, now, what do we want to talk about from the past month? We have a couple of options. I mean, I think this, this whole Wellington College, Wellington Boys thing has created a lot of headlines and mm. a lot of action. Uh Especially down in Wellington, we saw the protests. And especially so. from young women as well, which is exactly. really cool. Yeah, really. Which yeah, is was... amazing. So um, this kind of, the inciting incident was, was it in a private, I still can't quite figure out, was it in a Facebook group? Yeah, of a yeah. closed Facebook group. Boys. Yeah. And they basically made some atrocious comments. I'm sure you've already already read it. Um, and it kind of, it took a little while, I think, to kind of get picked up and, the school to take action took a really long time, and you get the feeling that they would not have. Yeah, had, it not, had they not had been not forced. so much pressure. And the, the boys issued a policy. Basically, they said, if you don't take advantage of a drunk girl, you're not a true Wellington College boy, which had a few likes. And, you know, there was a whole lot of stuff about women and feminists and running them over. And there was a whole, there was just, it was just nasty. And they issued an apology, which um, from memory was kind of one of those. I'm sorry that I got caught, but yeah, I, I don't fully understand. It was what a, this I apologise to my friends and family. And was yeah. the main gist of one of their apologies. And yeah. I'm sorry for letting down my school, yeah. bringing my school into disrepute. But there was no, because I looked, there was no, I'm really sorry to women. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. I apologise to all women. None of that. No, and no sense of the broader. Well, and also the principal of the school also gave the impression that he didn't really fully understand the implications for women. Mm. Like the the overarching theme here seems to be that everyone's sorry that they upset people, but no one is sorry that they said reprehensible things about women and that maybe this generation Mm. of boys are not being taught what they need to be taught. He did say, what was his name? Somebody, Moses. Um, He did say... On a long interview with John Campbell, that the the assembly the next day had been really emotional because of all the women teachers sitting on the stage at assembly, who and somebody 
from their number said, when you said those things, you're talking about us. Yeah. So that did make it really personal. Yeah, that's good. But I did get the impression, I mean, I thought he was a nice dude trying really hard, but I didn't ever get the impression that he believed anything other than bad words had happened. Yes, mm. well, that's the other thing. Like it's a swear like, word or something. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I, my memory of high school <laughs> serves me well. <laughs> yeah. Those dudes definitely have done what they said they did in those Facebook messages because that's what dudes do. Yeah. yeah. And it's not an anomaly, like no. this comment. This is like a very small, like, it's the tip of the iceberg yeah. of what's happening every day everywhere yeah. to, Yeah. A lot of women, and especially well, that, yeah, in boys' schools. Yeah, that's what schools. felt so clueless about it. It's exactly. It's like, you know, boys are just being boys and talking tough. Saying silly things. Like, yeah. no, no. Yeah. No, they were <laughs> describing. Also, climb on top of women who have passed out and mm. do stuff to them. That is what drunk boys have done since the beginning of time. Like, yeah. Let's not pretend that it's all just talk. Yeah. And it was a missed opportunity as well, almost like when the rugby, um, New Zealand rugby had this chance to open this conversation around the Chiefs thing and kind of botch that as well, where you're speaking to the people who do this. Yeah. You are talking to the toxic environments that grow this exact thing and they kind of just screwed it up again. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. there's no acknowledgement. And again, it's, it's the 15-year-old girls who protest have to pick up that work, yeah. you know, and, and that's the kind of thing that... Yeah, and the female teachers at that school. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. Yeah, they're the ones that have to... Teach and that's why I don't understand. Yeah. Like, it's not hard. All these people are around you who are telling you things. Just listen to them yeah. and just make a more informed statement. Because that's the platform. And all eyes are on you, and you are coming from a boys' school. You know, you, it's time to set an example. And I just don't think they did. And I still find, I bang on about this, but I still find a fundamental mistake in saying to those boys, "Imagine if she was your uh. sister, your." friend, your mother, your whatever. Don't imagine mm. that it's someone other than you. Imagine that it's you. Yeah. Imagine that you're passed out and somebody has sex with you. So you don't have to pretend to be somebody else or be looking yeah. at it it, look at it externally. Imagine this happening to you. Because mm. that gets to the heart of, because I, I still, I, I think this is woman hating. This is not a, about you know, drinking too much or being sexually charged or any of those things. For some reason, these boys hate women. Mm. Yeah. And they don't. They probably don't know that they do. No. It's the yeah. other thing. It's that unconscious bias um, coming and, out in an extreme way. Yeah. Toby Morris did that really wonderful comment oh, yeah. this week about exactly this, and he mm. also went to Wellington Boys College. And um, just the line from the comic that really struck me was, um, that they're taught basically that sex is a sport and women are the other team. Yeah. Mm. And I just thought that he put it so succinctly in that one line because that's exactly how it feels. Yeah. Because it encompasses the range of ways in which that is true. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you feel very kindly towards the other team and you want to see them win as well, or sometimes you just want to trample them into the dirt. Yeah. But regardless of what day it is or what mood you're in or how you're feeling towards the other team, they're still another team. Mm-hmm. They're not on the same team. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was really great. Pencil Sword, go read it's that super comic. It's amazing. And yet. this is not the first time Toby Morris has been amazing. No. Um, I feel like he's just such a wonderful influence on, well, he must be such a wonderful influence on young people because he makes yeah. really complicated 
issues very simple to understand. Mm. Yeah, and in that comic book form. As yeah, well. you know, and the I other think his writing is as good as his mm-hmm. as his illustrations. I think yeah, he's really brilliant in that respect. And the, the other bit that really struck me in there, because uh, we we've got to get our heads around consent. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a line in there about uh, we, you're supposed to enjoy it. Everybody's supposed to be into it, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. that's part of what consent is, as well as you know you need an enthusiastic yes and. And anyone can say no at any point and everything has to stop. But that idea that everybody there should be really into it. Mm. Otherwise, don't. Exactly. And and when you find out what it's like when everybody's into it, it's different and better yeah. and you'll never want the other thing again. Yeah. To be honest, I feel like none of that's going to change, though, until until we can sort of deconstruct what being masculine is, I think. Mm. Like, I think everyone would find it easier to have enthusiastic consensual sexual relationships with each other if we're not so like dragged down by these ideas of what a man is. Yeah. 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 I was actually at a gig last week and I saw this really, um, and I, I witnessed this really interesting sort of conflict of ideas between these two guys in front of me. We went to see a band that had a very flamboyant um, man as the front man, really mm. tall, really skinny, and undeniably cool. So everyone in the audience was just like, this guy is cool. And he climbed up on a pillar in front of us. There's two guys in front of us. And one of them was, like, reaching his hand out to, to shake the singer's hand. He obviously thought he was really awesome. Mm. And then the singer sort of swung around on this pillar and his, his butt was sort of wiggling around in our faces. And this guy's friend said to him, oh, touch his butt, T- grab his ass. And then the other guy was, like, giggling, and they were sort of, like, giggling at each other, like, daring each other to, like, grab this guy's ass. And, like, he didn't, and then the singer climbed down off the pole and and went back on stage. And, like, the other one admonished his friend for, like, not having the balls. And I was just like, this, that was just such an amazingly conflicted, masculine, you know, like, interaction, because it was sort of like, they obviously admired this person, and they were thrilled by his presence, but because he had acted effeminately and was sort of putting himself out there in a sexual way, they had to dominate his body somehow by grabbing his ass because that's what they would do if it was a woman. If it was a woman, yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, and it was just, they just seemed very conflicted about what they were meant to do in in that situation. It's amazing. It's so interesting. Yeah, I was just like, wow, that yeah. is fascinating. Power <laughs> and status. And, yeah. and I need to dominate you because yeah. you're you feminine, smaller. but I'm yeah. impressed by you because you're performing cool. and cool. And Yeah, it was, it was astounding. Yeah, yeah. so the only, the, the, well, not the only, but the immediate intuitive response is to dominate it, yeah. to claim it, to, oh, God. Yeah. But they didn't. So they didn't. what was this? Was so, it like because a... they were terrified. Right. It was also like the idea that this this man could enthrall them and be effeminate. Yeah. Also mm. terrified them. Right. Mm. Yeah. You know, that was also one of the emotions at play. Yeah. Like, they... I want to dominate you, but I'm actually scared of you. But how could I be? Because you're effeminate. So I want to dominate you on a loop. Yeah. 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 <gasps> Crazy. Yeah. But that is sort of, yeah, it sort of tied into a lot of the stuff that's going on in my brain mm. in terms of like a lot of boys don't know what that is. They don't know what being a boy is. They don't know what being a man is mm. because we don't. Society doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So where does it come from? I mean, a lot of it's in school. I don't know what the kind of education, but it's earlier than that, isn't it? It's earlier than consent education. It's, yeah. 
when you get taught to, you yeah. know. Yeah, three-year-olds at candy being told boys being boys chase when the girls you push and someone kiss, over. Yeah. And, yeah. Just boys being boys. Rough play. Mm. I love that term, rough play. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you, what did you learn, remember learning about consent? Nothing, because, no, we had nothing. We weren't allowed to learn. The sex education was uh, purely about biology. Um, and it was illegal until 1989 in New Zealand to teach anything about contraception, which kind of uh, meant that there was no real discussion around the the ethics or the um, emotions involved in sex. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, so we learnt how uh, eggs were fertilised and why periods happened, and there were some diagrams about peni and vagina. And that's about it. Vagina. Vagina. I just made that up because it matched peni. (laughs) So, yeah, nah. I I made a sex ed video in 1990. (gasps) Leak the tapes. Where is it? You've just stirred something in my memory. Choice, not chance. Oh God, Did I you feel, watch it? I think I might have watched that. Yeah. Oh my God. They still use it. It's still being used. My memory. This is amazing. Is it on YouTube? Yeah. I uh, don't know. It's a, there's a bit of it in my show. I've got the I've got the VHS at my <laughs> house. Are you wearing quite a high-waisted jean? Actually, I think they might have been pleat front black <laughs> pants. <laughs> and uh, a lime green top with shoulder pads and I had a a, a bob Haircut. Yeah. This is incredible. And what did you do in this? It was a really lovely video. So we talked about how the mechanics, the biology, but also about the ethics, um, you know, that your body's your own and nobody's allowed to do anything to you that you don't want done to you. And there were, um, and lots of stuff about contraception. I put a condom on a quite large wooden penis and um uh, and there were also little interviews with uh teenage girls who'd had babies mm-hmm. and uh and talked about being pressured into sex and um yeah so it, it did talk about consent but it's still in a very gentle way like i don't mm. think it went far enough but yeah, yeah. But apparently it's not taught, consent is not part of the curriculum. No, no. it's not in the sex My ed. good friend's youngest, uh, sorry, oldest son has just started Auckland Boys Grammar and they do teach it there, which I was oh, really good. pleased to hear. But uh, yeah, it doesn't sound like it. it's not compulsory. Mm. Mm. No, I mean, okay, it comes stretch. down to the teacher. I think it comes down to the teacher. Yeah. yeah. Um, because according to the comment section in any newspaper, um, there's, women are so powerful that men reach a point where they can't stop having sex. Mm, if it's a right. roundabout mm. when they get out of the car, <laughs> when they arrive at the party. But and so I certainly grew up with the idea that girls who were cock teasers mm-hmm. were um, going to cause physical harm to men if they couldn't follow through mm. they you know blue the, balls. The blue balls thing. Blue yeah balls. that explode blue balls blue exploding test guy have we ever seen that I, there's very little mm. documentation yeah. of it yeah, yeah, Mythbusters on today. Actually exploding balls. <laughs> Imagine that episode. Or photos of balls. <laughs> like, nobody sends you, they send you a dick pic, but they don't send you a picture of their blue balls, do no, they? No, I think they might have made it up. Um, I don't remember learning about it. I went to Auckland Girls Grammar. I also have a bad memory, but I do have distinct memories of, like, the say no to drugs from yeah. the age of, what, seven or something? <laughs> like, too young. Yeah. At primary school, you have dare and all of that. 
and I, it's weird that I have that in my head, like etched into my skull, and yet I went through all of high school and a lot of university not even fully understanding what consent was about. Like, yeah, that's a failure of yeah my school, which, you know, well, it's not a grammar school, it's actually kind of shoehorned yeah. under that umbrella. But, but you do <laughs> just sort of go with the just lie back and think of England kind yeah. of thing. You know, if you're not actively upset about what's happening you just assume that you're meant to just mm. let it happen mm. yeah the idea of enthusiastic consent is such a foreign concept when you're 16 yeah and fumbling around with like a fellow 16 year old yeah <laughs> like yeah. i don't know what that means like does that mean you yeah. have to talk about it awkward yeah no 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 i can imagine there. being like a teenager and say have something saying to you does that feel good you would like curl up and die with embarrassment. <laughs> so how think... do we encourage that without it being like this massive embarrassment fear? But if you if you can't cope with saying or having or, or being asked, are you into this? Mm. Then probably you shouldn't be banging your genitals against yeah, each other. This is true. This is true. Just that we can have that as a video. That's yeah. a new one. <laughs> Don't make these things touch yeah. unless you, you are able to talk. articulate. And I know I'm being that's I'm being silly in a way because I mean you can do sex without yeah. having to communicate on a human level, but <laughs> maybe that's not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like you said though earlier, just going back to the protest against kind of broader rape culture and all of that, and how heartwarming it was to see those young women. I actually went back to my high school to talk to their English advanced class about, about writing. And as all things do, when you have a room full of women, it just became a big, like, let's talk about all the things we're mad about in the world and what can we change? And I couldn't believe how smart and switched on and passionate these like 17, how old is it? Seventh form, like 17, 18. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, and that's only what 10 years, less than 10 years different since I left. And I had no clue. The things they were talking about when I was 17, no idea. Yeah, They're talking right. about, they all were talking about the Rachel Smalley column and how they were incensed by it. And oh, that's great. And I was like, oh, this is like really quite sophisticated, I thought, for that age. Yeah. I would have no clue. I would have no idea where to sit on any of that I'm stuff. I'm still reading stuff like that going, this doesn't sit quite right with me. I wonder why, I wonder why that is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they get it. It gave yeah. me a lot of, um, it gave me a lot of hope. That's awesome. Yeah. Because of the old internet. Yeah. Oh, they, those, yeah. those so young well women, they just <laughs> thrill me to bits. They're so clear about yeah. stuff. Raise and my they feminist mothers it. often. They voiced it. There, there was no, like, you know, kind of, oh, well, maybe I'll don't tell wanna, you later. Don't want to upset anybody. Or look but that's, you know, also the joy of an all-girls school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Michelle. Yes. You are, we'll, we'll do a little plug right now for your okay. event in the, uh, the Auckland Readers and Writers Festival, shall Yay. we? Well, you are going to share a stage. I know, with um, Roxanne Gay, who's one of my heroes. She's um, uh, She wrote Bad Feminist, a collection of essays that I adore and has been sitting on my bedside table forever because I just keep picking it up. And and Info Tutu Van Firth, who is Desmond Tutu's daughter, but an amazing human in her own right. She was an Anglican priest until she married her wife um, a year and a half ago um, so that, so I feel like 
I don't know. I feel like I, I, I do okay at the egg and spoon at my primary school, but I've just been invited to the Olympics. <laughs> it's really weird. So we're doing a panel discussion on women and power, and all I've got so far to say about that is um, we don't have much, and people don't like it when we do. That's it. I'm finished. And it's uh, yeah. And it's going to be. This is going to be so weird because it's also being chaired by Susie Ferguson from wow. Morning Report. So I'm just I'm I am just going to lie wow. on the stage and kiss the hem of people's garments. You're going to be awesome. You're going to be so it's good. Be a cool event. It'll be so. I'm so excited about meeting them. Yeah. Yeah. We've prepped you for it. We're just like them, eh, Leone? Yeah, totally. It will be just like this, actually. <laughs> now I think about it. Like this. They probably have munchkin <laughs> yeah. donuts will or they, will some they? kind of sour worm that you can stick in your glass okay. of wine. <laughs> will there be Prosecco? Yeah. Will there, um, okay, Surely. then you it'll be fine. You can have one of those Prosecco bras if they don't. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, a little idea. straw. Class the place up. And in yeah. fact, a writers' festival for anybody who's in Auckland or who can get here for that weekend. There's some really great stuff um, all weekend with fabulous women mm. writers mm. and lots of um, focus on feminist content and stuff. So yeah, it is going to be great. I have some recommendations. Yes, please go for it. Um, so top of my list, obviously, is women in power. Um, uh, Tina Makariti is doing a guest lecture. She's a fabulous Māori um, fiction writer. Um, Susan Faludi, who is a <gasps> yes. prize-winning journalist, um, is also talking. Chris Krauss, who um, wrote the book I Love Dick, um, incredible art world mm-hmm. tale, really, really great book. Um, and one of the ones that I'm really looking forward to is um, Ashley Young and Britt Bennett. Um, Ashley Young is from New Zealand, obviously her book of essays has been selling like hotcakes um, for the last few months. So she's a big rising talent from here. But she's going to be appearing with Britt Bennett, who is um, an African-American writer who, um, when I saw her name in the uh, catalogue, I was like, oh, it sounds really familiar. And then I realised that she had written this really mind-blowing essay for Jezebel last year called... Mm. Um, I don't know what to do with good white people. And it's this really eye-opening what a great title. essay on being um, a academically successful African-American woman who's been surrounded by good white people mm-hmm. her whole life. And she's, she wrote it at a time when um, she's sort of uh, reflecting, I guess, on Trayvon Martin and the deaths of a lot of black men by police. And, um, yeah, it's just one of the coolest essays we've ever read. So she will be in conversation with Ashley Young and I think the session is called Rising Voices, Rising Stars, something like that. So I reckon that one will be cool That's as well. Great. She's doing a couple Sounds of events. Fantastic. Yeah, so many amazing women. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to spend the whole weekend at the um, uh, ASB, whatever. What is yeah, it called? What just it? camp out there. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Just go from session to session and time. I love how full. many free sessions there are as well. It's so cool. It is really good, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And they also do, I mean, you know, I bought a 10-trip ticket or something. It's oh, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, so you can just go to as much as you can eat. It's Take like it all all you can eat buffet. Yeah. I remember after Gloria Steinem, it was just like, you kind of feast on it. Like, yeah. you go home, I was just freaking I can't even go to more than one thing, I think, over like more two or three yeah. days because I just get so excited and I have so many, like, oh, I'm really excited for this. This time around. Um, do we have any other recommendations for things just while we're recommending stuff in terms of other reading or watching or listening or anything that you've been doing in the past month? Uh, but 
I oh I watched Hidden Figures. It's my, oh, yeah. my yeah yeah which uh, on Sunday. Have you both seen it? I haven't I've seen, seen it. it. I I've went to go it. see it the week that it stopped playing in the cinemas. Right. I I somehow got a DVD copy. I don't know that I'm supposed to have it, but I, <laughs> I anyway I do. Um, and it's a fantastic story, but it's told the beginning. It's told not told well in the beginning, and mm. then it comes right. But I just I oh, had to stop the DVD and go. This is a really great story, but I don't like the way they're telling it to me. It just it was treating me like I was really thick. Right. Yeah. Oh, dear. Something. And it it's was got a just... super, like, lifetime TV movie vibe to it. Yeah. Which is a shame for the story. Yeah. But, yeah, it does, it does come right. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And, and, the, yeah, and, and I got weepy at the end and stuff, which is what I always <laughs> want to do. Um, yeah, but it was good. It's, it's totally a story that everybody should know. I just love it that people were called computers. <laughs> yeah. Before computers were. <laughs> that's, that's what, pe- that's what, what? Women, women were computers, and then they built a machine that would do what the women did, oh, and yeah. they called them computers. Really? And yeah. The woman, and the woman helped to build the computers. Yeah. Which yeah. People compute. don't really know. There was a shitload of mansplaining in that movie, wasn't yeah. there? Uh, the whole movie's a mansplain moment. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to recommend a great episode. So, Girls is in its final season, and you know, say what you will about Lena Dunham, whatever. There's a great episode that is um, reminiscent of there's, there's a couple of kind of, I guess, bottle-type episodes where there's just in, like, one room or one house talking to one person, and there's this episode that's a conversation. Lena Dunham's character, Hannah, is, like, kind of a freelance writer at this stage, writing for websites I imagine are akin to Jezebel and things like that, and she's written a takedown of a uh, prolific male writer who there have been rumours that he has been... I, I don't, I'm not even really sure. They're kind of vaguely about underage girls or... Not non-consenting adults. Have you seen the episode no, I'm talking I about? Um, but I do like those standalone episodes. That they they're do so good. In, I think they're the a series, lot better. Yeah. Also, because you don't have all the annoying characters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in one place all the time. Yeah. You just get one. Um, and it's all it is is she visits him face to face after she writes this article, and they have a sit down. And it's kind of it's just incredible. It's incredibly written, and it's this whole world of taking away the screens and what actually happens when you confront a human that you've yeah. oh, basically destroyed, you know, oh, his, his life is falling apart. He's, you know, um, and I, I can't spoil it because it, it, it's kind of almost like gives you little red hearings and you think, oh, no, it's not going to go that way. It's not going to go that way, is it? And she's not, he's not an apologist, is it? And then it, it all kind of wraps up in the most incredible, awful way. I would highly recommend that as an episode. If you've kind of gone off girls or you're not a yeah, fan, yeah. I can't remember. It's only episode three or four or something. It's just as a standalone. It's a really interesting kind of cool. musings on when that actually comes into yeah. real life. It it's... sounds very empathetic. Yeah. But on a lighter note, yes, I also interviewed Dr. Dan the Period Man in Wichita, <laughs> Kansas, who is the man behind Men- Menses, this, this vaginal glue, which he does not like. He does not like the word glue. Doesn't oh, yeah. he? No. Really? What is he? I, don't know what I he thought prepared. he started it. It's a like chemical thing. He's not. When you talk to him, you realize, which is kind of where this girl's episode links back to this as well. You know, that product went out and goes viral and people pick it up and start having laughs and outrage and thoughts and all this sort of stuff. And then you go back to just this one little man who's just this like middle-aged chiropractor who just invents stuff for fun. <laughs> Because he thinks it might work, <laughs> and then patents the idea so no one else can have it. Um, That's it. So he's got a like a shoelace automatic tire. He's got all these things. He's yeah. like he's got Aww. he's invented UV paint, which is doing very well. Um, can't ship it here. He told me though, only to Australia. Um, and 
a little thing that seals up chip bags, which is almost the same thing. I love it. It's, it does, it's, the it is. Glue. it's just a different kind of seal. I don't know why he kind of didn't fuse the two together, but uh, oh, <laughs> you could oh, put a chip bag clip yeah. on your. Oh. No, you couldn't. Put that up. Um, and I talked to him, and he was just kind of he was very bewildered by all the kerfuffle. The and he said he's like, yeah, people are calling me a misogynist and. I don't even know what that word meant until last week. And it was it was just kind of amazing. Like, I really felt for him. He was like, I just want to... He said some obviously stupid stuff, which was more just, like, funny, being like, I just wanted to make something elegant, elegant for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> really obsessed with elegance and, and that kind of thing. And he didn't say... He said, he was like, you know, the tampon... He was like, the tampon's the last thing that's been invented. And I was like, I don't think that's true at all by any stretch. The news on my iPhone <laughs> is a newer invention than the tampon. Well, and it's even the, if he stayed in the same genre, the moon cup. Exactly. Oh. And no, no, he wasn't. He was like... I said, what about a moon cup? Or what about, you know, period panties? And he said, no, but that's not... <laughs> you don't use that. And it was just this amazing, like... I think he genuinely just wanted to help. And after just talking to him and being like, oh, this is just a dude. You know, this is just a yeah. dude who's done yeah. something that he thinks is kind of cool or funny or good. And he, I we think were, he genuinely thinks it's good. It's not a joke. We were it's kind of imagining, uh, letting our imagination, imagine, imaginations take us to a place where he was being vaguely hateful. I mean, he was sitting in a, yeah. in a group with the guy who said yeah. women she have periods. Yeah, they're lazy. That's how I was betraying yeah. as well. Yeah. The round Basically. table. Yeah, yeah. he was being judgy about us yeah. and he, you know, he was willfully not understanding how our bodies work. But yeah. he's just a dude with a garage and, <laughs> and a chip bag He's clip. a chiropractor. Yeah. You know? He's, yeah. He we have he to remember that sometimes. You know how you've got the your bot, your bot on your on your on your Twitter? <laughs> yeah. That's just reminding you to, you know, breathe. We should remind ourselves that sometimes when people do things that look really dickish, mm. they might just yeah. be a nice old chiropractor who's inventing shit yeah, in the but shed. Then we wouldn't have anything to talk about on the podcast. Okay, show. yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're not always a nice dude. What was his name? Dr. Bob. Dan. Dan, Dr. Dan. Dan, the period not, man. Is that how you addressed him throughout your interview? That's how I've been talking about him for the past month, but not not to his face. No, it was just interesting. He was like, you know, he's like, I was like, I did ask him like very low, like tongue in cheek kind of questions, like, what's your experience with the period been as a man? And he, you know, but he's a, he's been married for forty years. He's got daughters, and he wants them all to. You know, use the glue. There should be like an elegant solution <laughs> to this most Some raw things don't of need elegant. Like, yeah, no, exactly. You know, no, just stick it. any gold leaf on that. <laughs> it's just gonna do what it's gonna do. Gold leaf. That's a great idea. It's <laughs> a great. It's idea. like the bejazzling. Yeah, you can yeah. get gold leaf bejazzles. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh. that's what that's what people really need is more sequins. More things down there. I think it deserves some, to be covered in gold. <laughs> I do too. Not I the do. molten stuff. But no, no, but some gold. Not that you don't want to like seal it over. Yeah. No, not that no. could be a solution though. Yeah. Dr. Well, that's Dr. pretty Dan, much what he was got going that for. Patent. Yeah. <laughs> don't steal our idea, Doctor Dan. <laughs> and I kind of asked him, and then I got, I got, because you know he's a, he's a man of medicine. I asked him, you know, what if you do a little bit of wee by accident? Oh yeah, what you sneeze. Oh yeah, what do you say? He said, "You'll be fucked," basically. <laughs> <laughs> He's very aware of the shortcomings of the product. 
So you need to be highly continent <laughs> yeah. to be able to yeah. use that product. Women yeah. who've just given birth, you need the, the no. extra strong. Yeah. It's not going to take off. So. You need the chip bag. <laughs> 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 yeah, so it was more just like a really hilarious kind of nice little reminder of that. And I will be writing that as soon as I can. Oh, I love it. Been very busy, so keep an eye out for that. And thank you very much to whoever put that on our Facebook wall, because that's where these yeah. stories come yeah. from. Yeah, you know? yeah. If you ever see anything like that, just send it our way, and we'll see what we can do. Because totally. The world is in a crazy small place, and I had Dr. Dan on <laughs> Skype within 24 hours. And it's so much fun to laugh at stuff. It, it, I was so, um, I don't know, how, what did I feel? When uh, we had a story on our page about the Texan um, uh, politician, Democratic uh, representative, who wanted to, who was putting forward a bill that would fine men for masturbating 100 mm. bucks because, uh, what was it? Uh, it was was an act against an unborn child and failing to preserve the sanctity of life. So what she'd done for the satire of it was to invent a bill into their local, what do you call them in America, the state government, uh, okay. yes, saying, that, and, and she'd made up equivalent male rules for the ones that women go through. Yeah. So so you'd have to have a 24-hour stand, stand down if you want a Viagra and your doctor could decide whether um, your doctor felt morally, ethically comfortable with giving yeah. you a prostate mm-hmm. exam and uh, you have a mandatory waiting period and an unnecessary rectal exam before, <laughs> um, <laughs> before any procedure and, uh, and lots and lots of pamphlets with really unpleasant pictures in them would be would be shown to men before they got any <laughs> yep. medical stuff done, to... and so and I think that's delightful because it was a way of saying here, this is mm. what it's like for women, yeah. and if you can't quite imagine what that's like, we're going to make it so this is the equivalent for you, and then a whole bunch of people climbed into our Facebook page going, that's not fair, yeah. <laughs> hate that hate doesn't solve hate. Well, no, it's like so unhateful. It's hilarious. Pointing and laughing. I mean, the idea that somebody's got to rush around finding you a hundred bucks every time you have a. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. There should be that. Yeah, what, I mean, what do you do for a job? I'm the wank would police. Pay off its <laughs> national debt in no time. Absolutely. <laughs> The wank police. What area what of crime do you free work Free education wanking? for everyone, free health care for everyone. It would take care of all of America's budget <gasps> mm. problems. Okay, this is no longer a joke. The, we should be doing this. <laughs> Hold on, though. Do we have to have a tiny funeral every time? Oh, oh yeah. You'd have to have a lot. It's like a mass yeah. funeral, isn't it? Because <laughs> it's lots and lots it of little. It is. Little, it's little not just lives. one. So Thousands many graves. So lives. many graves. You could be, you could, you're not just going to get fined for masturbation. This is like genocide. This is. You should go to jail. You're working out villages. Should actually be jail. Jail. Jail time. Yeah. And I'm sorry if that made you mad. (laughs) Yeah, really. Also, what are you doing on the on the rag Facebook page? That's amazing. I know. I love these people. If you find things that are that funny, offensive, or negative. You How can do go. they find Just, it? Hilarious. We, we, we release you. Yeah. <laughs> you can go, you unlike the stay. page, if you actually liked it or if you just came across it by accident, just leave. <laughs> yeah. But give us five stars and subscribe <laughs> on iTunes because I want to beat Jono and Ben and Sharon. That's my goal for one day. I think it's a good goal. <laughs> Dream big. I love it. Uh, how are we doing for time? Can I nominate Toby Morris or is that a bit bono of me? <laughs> <laughs> he's way more 
rather be asking <laughs> yeah. than yeah. one I was worthy of a woman of the year. <laughs> True. I think I'm going to do it. I will I, totally I, I'm, I'm yeah. going to thank you. Too. Yeah. Thank you. Toby Morris. Toby the Yas Queen. Yeah. Congratulations, Toby. The first man to receive a Yas Queen. Yep. It's, um, thank you for all your great work. Thank you for being able to communicate such difficult, challenging ideas in a way that young people can understand and to men as well because yeah. that's where just as much, if not more, change needs to happen. Yeah. And he's funny and cool and I like him. Yeah. <laughs> Toby that's Morris. Cool. Yay. Sorry for comparing you to Bono. That's the only way you're the same as Bono. And my ass queen is um, someone I didn't actually know very well, um, Theresia Tiaiwa, um, who was an amazing um, Pacifica academic who passed away last week and... Um, I was aware of her and I was aware of her work and I knew that she was um, much respected and admired but I didn't realise the extent um, until she passed away last week and just the waves of love and adoration this, for this woman have just been sort of pouring out of the mm. internet. Um, and yeah, I just I feel like she should be acknowledged as many times as possible um, for her amazing work that she's done um, Yeah, for, for Pacific peoples. Yay. Yes, really queen. cool woman. Yes, queen. Yes, Golf queen. clap. Golf clap. <laughs> it's not a cricket cap, is it? We don't do. I'm, I'm off cricket. No, no, <laughs> no cricket. No cougar lining out of here. <laughs> um, thank you very much for sticking with us. If you're still here, um, chat to us. We're always up for a chat on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, tell your friends as well if you have people that you think would like to listen to this podcast. Um, we don't really know how to get to people. I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> I don't know how who's do listening. We take over how do we the get internet? to them? So yeah, just if you could just tell one person there's this cool thing that you might like, um, that would be much appreciated. Or don't, you know, <laughs> just live your life. Tiny care box, whatever. Yeah. If you're not into it, you don't have to you tell have us to about it. it. No, you yeah. don't have to come onto the page at all. No, no, no. Um, thank you very much to Madeline Chapman for recording this whole thing, full name and everything. And thank you to Bon for sticking with us. Through all the fiddler on the roof and <laughs> yeah. penis glue and all that, all that garbage. Um, they, they're not garbage though. No, they're they hot. They Check them out and stick them up. Yeah, I'd, I'd put that in my vagina. But, yeah, we love you, Bond. We do we love, love you, Bond. Bond. When that lady was nice, the lady, <laughs> the, lady. the lady from the Bond. <laughs> She was gorgeous. Just so you know, we do not write the copy for Bond. We are in no way a part of Bond's family. So if you go to their website, you're going to get beautiful prose. Thoughtful. And nice images yeah. and a beautiful product. And none of our in trash. Um, <laughs> thanks very much. We'll be back next month. Um, see you later. Take care. Bye. Kia ora e te iwi, te Ahe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.